come out because we're covered by the blood. Praise his name. Thank you, Beverly. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Covered, 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 covered. Ah. By the blood. L listen. Our Father and our God, we thank you, praise you, and exalt you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ, who covers us in all our tribulation. He covers us, oh God, in all of our mess. He covers us in spite of us. He covers us from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet. He's, he covers us in the blood. We thank you, praise you, and exalt you. Thank you for the ministry of dance, the ministry of song, the ministry of testimony. Thank you, Jesus. You're mighty good. Now glorify yourself, convict, convince, if need be, convert, in Jesus' name, amen. Church, say amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. My, 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 this, this has been one of my best anniversaries. Hallelujah. Glory to God. To our young people who dance, we love you. Praise God. Thank you. 
to this awesome, awesome choir. Thank you. Beverly, thank you. Sister Garrison, Kent, thank all of you. Thanks for all the words, Robin and Kent, and presentations, and thank you for all the things that you guys have done. They are spectacular. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Let's, let's listen to Pastor. We'll give you some theological insights. You need light before you get heat. Light and heat. Light is enlightenment. Heat is emotion. Emotion without enlightenment is nothing more than a passing amen emotion. Are y'all getting this? It's the light that gives my emotion credibility. Are y'all getting this? Yeah. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Can I get a witness? Oh, give thanks unto the Lord this is light, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed, that's emotion, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. The problem in the church, Ken, is that people want emotion without enlightenment. They don't even know what they're praising God about. Can I get a witness? They, they, they don't even know, we don't even know that we ought to be dead. And yet God is allowing us one more time to come to church in his name. You, you had no guarantee that God was going to wake you up this morning. Can I get a witness? Uh, the Lord brought us from a mighty long way. Hallelujah. Food on our table, clothes on our back, money in our pocket. The Lord is good. Joshua, as you cross this swelling Jordan, after you get on the other side to the promised land, don't run into the promised land and claim your promises. Let them put seven stones in the river as a landmark and a reminder of where God brought you from. Can I get a witness? We need some landmarks up in here. I thank the Lord for my parents. I thank the Lord for my Sunday school teachers. I thank the Lord for my neighborhood. I thank the Lord for my trials and tribulation. I thank the Lord for my pains. Because my pain taught me how to praise his name. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is God. And his mercy endures forever. Now, y'all kind of took me back to the 50s and 60s now. Y'all, you know. Yeah, yeah, I don't care if it's your name. Y'all took me back to the 50s and 60s now. That kind of singing. Yes, that's when we had church. We had church. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Lord is good, man. I will never be ashamed to be a witness for my Lord. Can I get a witness? If it had not been for the Lord 
who was on my side, where would I be? Isn't it right? Bless his name. Praise God. A husband went to the sheriff's department to report that his wife was missing. And when he walked into the sheriff's department, he said, my wife is missing. She went shopping yesterday and never came home last night. So the sergeant said, well, what is her height? He said, I'm not sure. She's a little over five feet. He said, well, uh, <laughs> uh, what, what was the weight? He said, I don't know. She's not slim. She's not fat. I don't know. She's in between somewhere. He said, well, what about the color of her eyes? He said, never noticed it. <laughs> what about the color of her hair? It changes at least twice a year. <laughs> well, what was she wearing? She, I don't know. She had a skirt or shorts on. I, I really don't remember exactly what she had on. What kind of car was she in? He said, oh, uh, she, she was in my truck. What kind of truck was that? He said, a brand new 2015 Ford F-150, uh, King Ranch 4x4, Echo Boost 5.06, V8 engine, special wheels, manual transmission, has a custom metallic white bed, uh, custom seats, bubble floor mats, Gold Hutch DVD with navigation, 21 channel CB radio. So the sergeant said, don't worry, buddy, we'll find your truck. <laughs> oh, I tell you, is marriage that bad? <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Amen. Praise the Lord. Today, want to challenge your hearts around the operative word concealed. Concealed. Mm. God has secretly concealed some things that he will disclose at the right time. And you will shout because God had your best interests all along. And we know that all things are working together for the good. I'm in the book of Colossians real quick. Colossians chapter 2, Colossians chapter 2, one, one, uh, Colossians chapter 1, I'm sorry. One of the, uh, uh, this is one of the Christological passages, Christ-centered passages uh, in the Bible. Verse 19 Chapter 1, for it pleased the Father that in him, Jesus, should all fullness dwell. God's people are unaware, uninformed, uneducated, and untouched about the sacred secrets of God. Behind the scenes, God has planned, purpose, programmed, amen, a provision for his people which will only be perceived when God deems it to be so. And the Bible enlightens us that God has already envisioned and eliminated all evil attempts 
to interfere with these concealed, hidden blessings. That God uses these programs to perfect our peace in problematic situations. Too often we we reduce God to our finite thinking. God is infinite. We are finite. God is limitless. We are limited. Yeah. And um, when we begin to look at passages that I'm about to elaborate on, we don't really understand the jest that God is eternal and everything he does has already been done. In our finiteness, we think we pray to move God. But God moves us to pray. We think when we get in trouble, we're crying out to God. But God created the trouble. Yeah. So that we would lose a sense of ourself and fall prostrate at his presence. That he's got everything in his hands. Everything, 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 everything is already finished before it got started. Lord have mercy. And, and, and here in Galatians, Galatians gives us a glimpse of a glorious and great, graceful uh, 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 Christ-centered, completely enveloped sufficiency in all areas of life. That, that I don't understand how bishops and preachers and evangelists can dare stand behind a pulpit and not have all roads leading to Jesus. I, I don't even understand that to save my life. How can you tell somebody how to reinvent themselves? That's humanism, how to how to help themselves. Yeah, y'all get quiet if you want to. How to how to shake off trouble and stand up and do without Jesus. How how in the world can you leave out the man from Galilee when he said, Without me, nothing. Can I get a witness? Amen. And 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 it's here, it's here. He's not only our redeemer and our righteousness, but he's a representation of the Godhead. That, that is, when you look at verse 19, for it pleased the Father. Now, now, now let, me, let, me, let me stop, pause, and part. God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, three separate, distinct, independent personalities, all with the same essence. Not three gods. Do I have a witness? Three persons in the Godhead that 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 are independent and yet interdependent. Can can, can I get a witness? So 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 when we look at the Godhead, God the Father has the same authority as God the Son. God the Son has the same authority as God the Holy Spirit. 
Can I get a witness? Not only do they have the same authority, they have the same attributes. He, Jesus said in John, said, if you see the Father, you see me. Can I get a witness? We, 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 are, we, we don't look alike. We are alike in, 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 in our makeup, in our nature. We, can I get a witness? We, we are. And, and, and people that attack the Trinity, uh, uh, they, don't, they, don't, they, don't, they don't understand what they're saying. God the Father sent the Son. And the Son went back to heaven and sent the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit got here, he said, I'm not even here to talk about myself. I'm here to glorify him. Because we made, we made an eternal agreement that all the fullness of the Godhead will be in him, Jesus, in bodily form. Do I have a witness? Oh, this thing is deep. And, 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 and so, and so, and so, and so, and so one of the things that we, we begin to see in this text is, 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 is that Paul is using some lofty language in theology yeah, that surpasses our intellect. Mm. And what I'm trying to teach St. Matthew's kid, and what I've been trying to do going on 29 years is this. Don't don't come to church hungry and thirsting after the mundane. Don't come just for your expectation. I need a word from the Lord. No, you need the word. You don't need a word. And, and see, we, we have, you know, I, I need a specific fitted word. And, 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 and God will give that to you. But understand what I'm saying. When I have articulation about God's inspiration, it automatically gives me motivation to get through my situation. Are y'all getting that? Can, can, can I get a witness? Amen. Because I'm not promising you that you're going to be a millionaire next week, or, or because I'm not promising you that your cancer is going to be healed today, amen, don't shortchange my God. What God wants you to do is get caught up in who he is. Can I get a witness? And see, when you get caught up in the person, you start getting the provisions and the power. God wants to know, can he trust you? Lord, have mercy. Can he trust you with his glory? He tried to trust Lucifer and couldn't do it. Can he trust preachers? Can he trust you with his glory? If you're going to preach, will you get up here and try to expand about who you are and steal glory from him? Or do I have a witness? What, what, what we've got to learn is that once I get out who he is, then God's got my back. Can I get a witness? Once, once, I, once I'm able to use the lofty language towards his person, Lord have mercy, and his program, and his people, and his principles, yeah, and, and the fact that God has the power to do far exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or think, that once I brag him up, then God is going to loop around, and he's going to brag me up. Right. He's going to brag you up after you brag him up. He's not going to brag you up, and you haven't bragged him up. 
Can I get a witness? And, and, child, and child of God is here, he, he, even in this text, this lofty language, I'm going to get to it momentarily. I want to be expeditious. I want to move because in Ephesians 1, don't turn. Paul said, the same Paul, Paul said that we are already blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Now, let me, let, me, let me tell you what that means. Everything you and I will ever need, you already have it. You only have to pray for it. Lord, send me mercy. I already had mercy at the cross. Do I have a witness? Uh, Lord, 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 help me to make it. You got up this morning. Can I get a witness? You clothed in your right mind. Do I have a witness? That, that, that child of God, child of God, we have already, and, and Paul tells us in Ephesians 1, we've already been chosen. Now, please don't take that lightly. I, I'm not in Ephesians 1, but chosen means elected. You've already been chosen by God. You've already been predestinated. You've already been called. You've already been sanctified. You've already been glorified. You, come on. Now, all that is already, you already have all you need to see Jesus right now. Can I get a witness? You, you don't need to wait for anything else. You don't need to tarry for no spirit. I'm sick of that too. Can I get a witness? Ain't nothing in the Bible asking you to tarry for the spirit. Yeah, speak in tongues, do gymnastics, roll up and down the roll, uh, uh, the aisle, and amen, uh, fast 40 days and 40 nights. That's works. God ain't asked you to do all that. See, here, when you understand the power of the cross, everything has already been done. Jesus said, it is finished. Everything is finished. Can I get a witness? Your sanctification, your salvation. Yeah, come on now. Everything has already been finished by Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and it's here, it's here, it's here that the Apostle Paul gives us three critical concealments, characteristics. And last week we dealt with our confidence. And oh, he's not talking about your confidence. I don't always have confidence in myself. In fact, as I get older, I'm getting less confident. You, you know how that works. Huh? Now I played organized baseball, walk up to that plate with my bat at 24 years old, dig in, dare to pitch it. Look, come on. You pitch me belt high inside, kiss it. It's gone, Doc. And then as I start getting in my 30s and 40s, still trying to play ball, folk was throwing it past me. <laughs> bat speed slow up. Now. And, and, and I can hear my father coach back, choke up. Well, I'm, I'm already up here. <laughs> I, I can't hit this thing. And you, you know, you know, you know that's, that's, really, that's really indicative of life, that uh, things we used to have confidence in, we lose confidence. Do I have a witness? We can't pull off what we used to pull off. We can't do what we used to do. Every Tuesday night, I was in that gym with Ernie Armstead, all the rest of us. We was running up and down that court. Three, four hours. Full court. Full court. I'm out there talking smack. Go ahead, boy. Take your best shot. You can't shoot. Come on, you scrub. Shoot, shoot. So Dr. Bruce Bettner, who's four years older than me, he said, man, you better get that up. I ain't giving nothing up. You stay over there. Right. 
I went out there one Tuesday, them young boys were running up down there. I said, <laughs> I, said I can't do this no more, Doc. There are things in life that we will accept. And we talked about this confidence that God gives us, the confidence over our fears. Remember that? We all got fears, don't we? Every time my kids are out in the car late at night, I don't care how much faith I have, how much scripture I done read, I get fearful. Don't you get fearful? Don't you get fearful? Don't you get fearful about the unknown? Don't you get fearful about your fractures? Come on now, we got some stuff up in here. You know, we broken. Can I get a witness? Aren't you fearful about things in the future, the unknown? You don't know what's going on. Praise the name of Jesus. But, but God sends us that kind, and this is the confidence we have in him. In him, not in you, not in me, in him, that whatever we ask according to his will, he hears us. And, and, and we dealt with that confidence, but now Paul on this prison epistle. Now, let me stop. I'm talking to you guys that are not Bible students. How can God allow you to be in jail and write about the loftiness of Jesus? When Paul used the metaphor, I am a prisoner of Christ, he wasn't talking about bars. He was talking about his personal surrender. I, I have already surrendered to my Jesus. And you know what I found out? When you surrender to Jesus, you got peace. That's, that stuff keeps bothering us because we ain't surrendered. Do I have a witness? Oh, I'm, I'm going to get out your way. Look at, look at it. Look at it. Look at this. Look at this. And, 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 and when you see this, we see the concealed majesty of Christ. What does that mean? He rules and he overrules. My God. He rules and then, listen, he overrules. Don't just walk out here saying, well, he rules the universe. We know that. He rules us. He rules all things. Jesus got the last say so. Don't let anybody fool you. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and Paul begins to paint this picture of Jesus Christ that he is the true image of God. Word image, icon, is where we get our English word. Icon, which means a perfect image, an exactness. Same authority, same attributes, perfect manifestation, perfect representation, distinct, independent, interdependent, fully God, fully man, preeminent ruler of both, listen, holy angels and fallen angels. That everything reports to him. When Jesus was here on earth, I love it. He gets out of a boat on the aisle of the Gadarenes. Now this aisle of Gadarenes was known by the Jews because they, they fully believed there were demon-possessed people that roamed that island. Amen. And you, you know, y'all don't see enough pictures about demon-possessed people. You know, head going around. And, can I get a witness? Folk in here talking about, don't turn around, I'm scared of the dark. Don't be scared of the dark. Be scared of what's in the light. Are y'all praying with me? Jesus gets off the boat. The disciples didn't get out the boat. Lord have mercy. They sit there looking at Jesus. Jesus gets out the boat and starts walking. And one account says two men. Another account says one man. They, this, this demon possessed.
demon-possessed man comes running towards Jesus. Now, 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 wait a minute. Let, let me tell He's running full speed towards Jesus. When he gets to Jesus, he falls down on his knees. And Jesus said, what is your name? And the demon that is the lead demon, he's speaking, he said, my name is Legion, 6,000 Roman soldiers, for we are many. Now, now, now let's do the math. Here's Jesus, 6,000 demons around him. And then the next thing that came out the demon's mouth is, we know who you are. Permit us. They started worshiping. Permit us to go into the swine. Don't, don't send us to the fire before our time. Jesus said, go. Are y'all listening to me? Child of God, child of God, child of God. Everybody knows who Jesus is but the church. He's, he, he's Mary's little baby. No, he's not. He's the man from Galilee. That was a stopping point. Can I get a witness? He was a fisherman. Oh, yeah, okay. You better recognize who he is. He's God all by himself. I used to hang with some demons. I know how they act. Running around here worrying about roots and somebody putting powder around your house, your car, and somebody putting a whammy on you. Yeah, I'm talking to the right crowd. <laughs> Fingernails being cut and somebody taking something, you know, they're going to work this potion on me. Because, you know, most of y'all from down south, I understand. And you still believe that. You, you still believe that Satan can take these things and put some kind of spell on it. The whammy, remember that? Also color purple, right? Everybody in that picture was a demon. Look at it. Look, 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 look. Here's what I'm trying to get you to say. Do you know Satan can't touch you? What did you sing, Beverly? I'm covered in the blood. Do I have a witness? And when you covered in the blood, there's nothing Satan can do to you. When you when you covered in the blood, can't nobody put nothing on you. When you when you're covered in the blood, you're free. If any man be in Christ, he's a free creation. All things are past the way all things become new. If I was a slickster and a, a prankster, I'd tell somebody to, to put powder around every car out there. And if you give me something in the envelope, we'll get the powder up. Because y'all still scared. Let me look at this clock. had a lady, I, you know, y'all know the story. I've been here 28, 29 years. Lady, great lady. 
came up to me. She was on the she was on the choir. Great lady. She said, Pastor. I said, Yeah, baby, what's wrong? She said, Somebody put powder around my house. Can you come and pray? And you know, I looked at her. You know, I'm from Philly. We ain't worrying about powder. We worrying about somebody getting in. <laughs> you know, we, we ain't worrying about no powder. We worry about <laughs> I'm sitting there. So I said, yeah, baby, I'll come around. So I drove around our house. I was looking for a deacon. Couldn't find one. Drove around the house. Parked my car. Rang the bell. She came in. She said, see this powder? I said, in the name of Jesus. And I was doing this for her sake. In the name of Jesus. I said, baby, it's fine now. Don't worry about a thing. She said, Pastor, thank you so much. And then she said, can you pray over my bed? I said, I don't know about this one, Doc. I, I, don't, know, I, don't, know, I don't know if I'm going up them steps, Doc. I, so she said, please, Pastor. I went up her steps by myself, prayed over the bed. And uh, I guess my prayer was no activity, no activity, no activity, no activity. But anyway, we kept on praying in the name of Jesus. <laughs> ah, ah, and look, anyway, praise God. So when I came back to church, she said, thank you so much. You've helped me so much. It, now, now, to me, spiritually, that was foolishness. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? But see, when Satan gets your mind entangled, amen, do I have a witness? You start believing a whole lot of stuff that God didn't intend for you to believe. Can I get a witness? If you understood the power of the blood, if you understood the power of the Christ, if you understood the power of the cross, no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. Check this out. It's tight, but it's right. And that was 28 years ago. Please don't ask me to come around y'all. pray over your bed. I'm not doing it. I'll pray from a distance. <laughs> but check this out. Look at this. That when you look at this text, verse 20, heaven made peace through the blood of his, his cross to reconcile all things unto himself, things in heaven and things in earth. And you that were sometimes, now listen to this one, alienated and enemies in your husband's mind, in your wife's mind. No, don't get quiet now. In your mind. Everything is not the person you live in with. Some of y'all are crazy. We might as well, you know, counselors don't like using these words. Pastors are using them. But don't call people crazy. They're crazy. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, God came into my life, verse 21, while I was enemies and alienated in my own mind by wicked works. Are y'all getting this picture? Because of what the way I lived, the way I thought, the way I was raised, God said, you your own worst enemy, boy. I got to loose what's in you for you to get free. Leroy, do you understand what I'm saying? In the name of Jesus. Check, 
check it out, check it out, check it out, check the language out. And he says, in the body of the flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable, unreprovable in his sight, continue in the faith, if you continue in faith, grounded and settled, be moved not away from the hope of the gospel which ye have heard and which was preached to every creature under heaven. Here's what Paul is saying, before hell starts, everybody would have been preached to. No excuse. You heard the gospel. You choose to reject it. It's right there in the book. Are you, are you praying with me? Now I got to come in for a land. And look what he says, verse 26, even the mystery which had been hid from ages. Now what is this master, uh, uh, this, 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 this majesty of Christ, before I get to the mysteries, this majesty of Christ is that he rules and overrules. Remember Abraham? And the Bible says, Abraham, the Lord got him up early in the morning and said, get up, Abraham. Take your son, your only son, Isaac. Take him to the summit of Mount Moriah, which is Calvary, geographically. And there, kill him. The Bible says, Abraham got up early and saddled and Isaac was a young man, probably in his 30s. Isaac said, Dad, he said, Father, the, uh, the wood is here, the fire is here, the knife is here, but where is the sacrifice? And Abraham had walked with God so long, and God called Abraham his friend, that Abraham said, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide a sacrifice. Are y'all getting this picture? And, 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 and when Abraham was taking Isaac to the summit of Mount Moriah and, and tied him down, now don't, now don't miss this, uh, uh, Marcus, he tied him down. Uh, J uh, Isaac was in his 30s. So Isaac, I'm going back to Christ now. I'm trying to teach you some theology. Isaac had to be willing to be tied down. Jesus had to be willing to give his life on the cross. Are you praying with me? And then Abraham pulled the knife back, and when Abraham went to kill Isaac, an angel shot out of heaven and said, do the lad no harm. For now I know that you fear God. Well, well, well I mean, you're supposed to be God. You're omniscient. Didn't you know? I, oh, yeah. I knew theologically, but you needed to know experientially. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the Bible says just when he drew the knife back, there was a ram caught in the thicket. Now, now, now let me stop Paul's apart because the ram wasn't there when he was walking up the mountain. The ram wasn't there when he tied Isaac up. The ram wasn't there when they had this conversation about the sacrifice. But the moment he was about to carry the will of God through, a ram got caught in a thicket. That ram was programmed by God to be there as a sacrificial offering for Abraham. And child of God, in your life, God is testing you. God wants you to listen to his word and obey his voice and go all the way for him. And there will be a program ram in the thicket when you need that ram to be there. Do I have a witness? Just ask Jonah, the disobedient prophet. God had a program fish to pick him up. 
I was saying this morning, that whale was backstroking with the other whales. Hey, guys, how y'all doing today? And God told the whale, I got a disobedient preacher. I got a disobedient prophet that needs to be picked up. He's out of my will. Pick him up and spit him back in my will. He picked him up at Tarsus and spit him out. I mean, picked him up at Joppa and spit him right out where God told the prophet to go. Can I get a witness? That thing was programmed. Abraham. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. And when you uh, look at this matter of what God has already programmed. Moses, ah, yes, Lord. I want you to leave Egypt in the middle of the night. I want them to eat unleavened bread and bitter herbs. And then I want you to take a lamb for each household. And I want you to uh, take some hyssop. That's a sponge. And on the front door, I want you to put the blood of the dead lamb on the doorpost and the lintel. Here's what no preacher ever told you. Look at this. Doorpost and lintel formed a cross 2,000 years ago. And when the death angel, he'll be through at 12 o'clock. And when I see the blood, I just pass over that house. Can I get a witness? And then I want you to run towards the Red Sea with all of Israel. Can I get a witness? And I'm going, look, 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 look. And I'm going to prick Pharaoh's heart to come after you. I'm going to let Pharaoh chase you. Now, now, wait, now, wait a minute. Paul, what kind of God who says they love us going to get our enemies to start chasing us? Whenever God is summoning your enemies to chase you, it's because God is going to deal with the enemies himself. Can I get a witness? That when somebody is on your hill, when I don't care if it's at work, I don't care where it is, when somebody means you no good, God's got them. Do I have a witness? You don't have to worry about fighting your own battles. God's got your back. And Mo Moses ran till he couldn't run no more. He was at a dead end and fire was gaining ground. And God said, Moses, the fire you see today, you will not see tomorrow. Now, put your, put your staff in the air. And when Moses raised the staff, God sent an east wind. And the east wind started blowing waters back. And they passed through on dry land. Can I get a witness? Do you know God's got a ram in the bush? God's got, yeah. Do you know God's got an east wind? Do you know God's got something that you don't even know about that's going to clear the way so you can be blessed? Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. I'm an heir of salvation. I'm purchased of God. I'm washed in his spirit. Can I get a witness in his blood? This is, this is, this is my story. He has concealed the majesty of Christ. He's going to rule and overrule. Can I get a witness? 
God is going to overrule your circumstances. God's going to overrule your plans. God's going to overrule your poverty. God's going to overrule your problems. God's going to overrule, 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 and he's going to bless you for his name's sake. Just because you got crazy enough to say the name of Jesus, just because you dared to praise his name, just because you were not ashamed to witness to somebody that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. Just because you, yeah, felt like giving him all the glory and the honor and the adoration. See, listen, y'all laughing past all you want. I know what I'm doing. My blessings are on their way. Can I get a witness? Because I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Check it out. We see a concealed majesty. But secondly, we see a concealed mystery. Now look at verse 20. So even the mystery which have been hid from ages, the definition of mystery is something that was previously hid that's now revealed. In your life, there are things that are hid. Secret will of God. You don't even know about them. You don't have an inkling. God's going to reveal them. He's going to reveal. And, and, and 1 Corinthians 1, 18, 19 says, I have not seen, ear have not heard, neither has it entered the heart of man. What God, listen to this, what God has prepared for them that love him. Then he goes on to say, but the spirit reveals to us. The spirit is the, our enlightening. The spirit is the one that begins to Amen. Reveal. And there's there some things that God revealed. I, I don't know about you, but God revealed my brokenness, which led to my blessings. I had to get to the point, Gary, where I, was, I had to confess to God, I'm all messed up. I need help. Do I have a witness? See, the way to go up is to go down. The way to be up front is to get in the back. Oh, y'all ain't ready for this. Look at this. He, 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 he reveals to us, you were on your way to hell, now you're on your way to heaven. Yeah, you were defeated, now you're delivered. He pulled us out of our miseries through a mystery. I am mystified how the Lord saved me and when the Lord saved me. Mystified. Mystified. The Lord's been good. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I was raised in church. Now, let me get this one straight, too. But I was baptized at age seven. You're going to hell at age eight. Ain't nothing in the water. You go down to dry center, come up. I'm sick of that, too. See, I understand what the old folk are talking about because down south, they had what they call a mourner's bench where you sat on that bench and mourned until you got it right with God. We ain't got no mourners, but y'all just come here and sit anyway. And the ones that partied all night want to sit up front. You're right. You're right. Go ahead. You're right. Sister Gordon. <laughs> That's a joke, okay? That's a joke. That's a joke. I can joke. I can joke. It's all right. Check it out. There, there's the mysteries. Lord have mercy. There's the mysteries, the mysteries. Yeah, it, it, you know why I bring this out because I want to help you. Amen. New Year's Eve, 
South Philly, we all go to church. And at 12 o'clock, everybody was serious about being on their knees. Come on now. And praying at 12 o'clock. And then 1 o'clock. <laughs> we, we, you know, we, we. Some of y'all be taking your clothes off, you know. So what did the prayer at 12 o'clock do at 3 o'clock when I didn't know who I was? Isn't that something? See, I can talk about this stuff. I was in the military seven years, overseas and everything, man. I got stationed at a base, and we were stationed in D.C., man. I never forget that as long as I live. All right, the party is down here, and this party is there. All right. And I was so high, man. I didn't go. My, my boys were outside the party. Where's Gordon? Where's, there he is. Come on, man. And I was driving around going. I kept going around the block. I couldn't stop. I just, just kept going around the block. They said, stop the car. <laughs> Do you hear me, Kent? Now I got a new high. The high is Jesus. And the higher I get, the more power he gives me. The higher I get, the more provisions he gives me. The higher I get, the more peace he gives me. There, 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 there is the mystery of the incarnation real quick. That, that, that how could God mysteriously take God the Son who is Jesus the word, the logos, and put him in a body. How can you take somewhere that's everywhere, up, 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 omnipresent, at the same time and compress him into a seed and put him in Mary's womb? How could he who is holy be in a womb that's unholy? Ah, how is he who's infinite can be in a woman's tubes who's finite? Can I get a witness? He didn't come to a five-star hotel. He didn't come to a castle. He came in a makeshift delivery room. He, he was born in a stable where there's manure and urine, and he burst into time. That, that's a mystery. It's a mystery of prophecy from Isaiah 53, 740 years before the thing happened. And Isaiah is prophesying in the past tense. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. 740 years before it ever happened. You know why? Because in God's mind, Jesus was crucified before the foundation of the world. You were saved before the foundation of the world. You are seated before the foundation of the world. You are elected before the foundation of the world. You are chosen before the foundation of the world. You have been predestined before the foundation of the world. You are already glorified before the foundation of the world. The other mystery is post, uh, postponement, Romans chapter 11, long turn 25 to 30, where Paul tells the Gentiles, don't get conceited now. The only reason Gentiles are being saved is because God, in his infinite wisdom, blinded the Jews. They are blind. 
He came unto his own, his own received him not, but as many. God opened up salvation when the Jews rejected him. Can I get a witness? But there's going to come a time when he's going to regather a remnant of Israel. Do I have a witness that when we begin to look, amen, at this matter, hallelujah, of mysteries, there are some mysteries in our lives that we don't even understand. Then the mystery of lawlessness, the mystery of perversion, the great apostasy, the 666, the Antichrist, the little horn of Daniel will appear and lead armies towards Armageddon. You won't be here. And the Holy Spirit is going to step out of the way. Look, look how deep God is. God going to send the Holy Spirit. See, God, the Holy Spirit, is restraining evil. I know you think this world is full of evil. No, it's not. The Holy Spirit is, is, is holding back a whole lot of stuff. Can I get a witness? But when the rapture takes place, the Holy Spirit will step aside. And evil's going to gush in. Can I get a witness? But we won't be here in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the trump of God. We're going to be caught up to meet him in the air. And the man of sin cannot be revealed until we're out of here. Said President Reagan was the 666. They said President Bush was the 666. They said Clinton was the 666. No, no, no. He can't even be revealed until the church is snatched out. Mysteries. And God's got some mysteries in your life. You don't have a clue what God has already signed off on. You don't have a clue what God is getting ready to do in and through you. You don't have a clue what blessings he's going to bring at your feet. You don't even have a clue what joy he's going to give you, what peace he's going to give you, what prosperity. You don't even have a clue because it's already been predetermined by a powerful God. But they are concealed. Do I have a witness? And then finally, he not only conceals, Lord have mercy, the majesty of Christ. The mysteries of Christ, but the might that's in Christ. He's going to reverse some stuff. Thank God for the reversal. Well, I'm praising God for the reversal. I'm so glad that God reversed some things in my life. You know, reversal means you're going this way and God somehow turns us around to go the other way. Can I get a witness? Child of God, child of God, child of God, child of God, child of God. Look at chapter 2, verse 13 as we close. And you, being dead in your sins and uncircumcised in your flesh, hath he quickened, made alive, having forgiven you all trespasses. Now here it is, verse 14. He has blotted out the handwriting of ordinances. Now, who did this handwriting? I'm glad you asked. When God took his finger and did the Ten Commandments on the side of Sinai, God signed a Debt, D-E-B-T, he signed a debt ordinance that no man could get out of when we broke his law. Amen. The only one that can reverse the debt is Jesus. Uh, do I have a witness? Oh, look at this. He says, which was contrary to us and took it out of the way. Look at the metaphor. Nailing it to the cross. He nailed all my stuff to the cross. He nailed all, you know, you, you know what, listen, listen, listen to me. There are folk that know me, I, I don't have no shame. No, I'm not proud of everything I did, but I don't have no shame. I have no guilt. You know why? Because my Lord nailed that stuff. 
to the cross. Can I get a witness? And if you walk around here full of guilt and shame, it's because you're not believing that Jesus died for your sins. He nailed all my stuff to the cross. And look at verse 15 as we close. And having spoiled, that means he disarmed principalities and powers, and he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. And what, what are you saying, Paul? Well, Jesus took us the straw man and made us a strong man. He ordered our steps. Can I get a witness? Uh, he disarmed Satan. And Sister Gordon often say, look, look, look. He took the bullets out of Satan's guns. He left the guns in Satan's hands, but he took the bullets out. So no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. So Satan, take your best shot. Boom! It bounced off, Satan. Huh. There's nothing that's harming me because Jesus, amen, disarmed you. Can I get a witness? Jesus disarmed your capability. Jesus disarmed your powers. Jesus disarmed your privileges. Uh, do I have a witness? Jesus disarmed your high position. Can I get a witness? Child of God, I'm free today. I'm born again, blood washed, blood bought. Can I get a witness? And no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. Satan, take your best shot. You might slow me up, but I'm coming out of this. You might cripple me a little bit, but I'm going to get my legs back. Can I get a witness? You might sidetrack me every now and then, but God's going to put me back on the straight path. Can I get a witness? See, what the devil does, the devil is coming at you. The devil wants to shoot at you. The devil wants to aim at you. But when you know that Jesus disarmed all principalities and powers, he took the gun out of their hand. He took the ammunition out of their hand. He took the ability to hurt you out of their hand. No weapon. And we keep reading Isaiah 54 wrong. He didn't say no weapon would harm you. He said no weapon that's formed. While he's making the weapon, God destroys it. While your enemies are making an argument to bring you down, God destroys it. While people are crucifying you and criticizing you, God destroys it. While your so-called friends don't mean you no good, God's going to expose it. Can I get a witness? He will prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And when I see my enemies near my table, my cup of joy will run over. Can I get a witness? Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Say yeah. The Lord's got your front. The Lord's got your back. The Lord's got your side. The Lord's got your blessing. The Lord's got your peace. The Lord's got your provisions. The Lord's got your prosperity. The Lord, 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 the Lord. He's good. Isn't he good? He's good. And his mercy endures forever. God's got you. God's got you. You got to believe it. God's got you. He's got your future. He's got you. He's got your blessings. But some of them are hidden. And by faith, 
We got to live every day like he's getting ready to disclose it. My blessings are on their way. God's going to show them to me, and I got to praise him for them, even though I can't see them. Can I get a witness? You got to learn to walk by faith, not by sight. You got to learn to call things that be not as though it already was. Let's stay on our feet this morning. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here and you want to be saved, you don't want to go to hell. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ, believing he died for your sins, was buried and rose again. He's the only begotten son of God. He's got all power in his hands. Just raise your hand if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Raise your hand, guys. Come on. You want to give your life to Christ. Is there any? You want to be saved. You want to be born again. You want to be blood washed. Is there any? Just raise your hand. If your hand is raised, come on up front. Jesus said, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Praise the name. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm going to wait on you. Satan's a liar. Satan telling you don't go up. Don't fool around with the devil. Come on, darling. Hallelujah. Hi, baby. How you doing, sugar? Good. Come on up. Praise Jesus. Stand right here. Is there another? Guys, you want to be saved? You want to give your life to Christ? Whether you're from Atlantic City, North Philly, South Philly, West Philly, you must be born again. Don't let nobody fool you. You got to be saved. Any of y'all want to be saved? Anybody want to join the church in the Christian experience? Raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? Praise his name. Is there one? Balcony? This is serious business. This is serious business. This is serious business. I would have fainted. Passed out unless I believe to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Is there another? We won't hold you up. Is there another? Come on. Come on. Praise Jesus. Come on. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Praise Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. Praise Jesus. Is there another? Is there another? Bless the Lord. Every time I preach the word, God is making an annotation by your name. He will read that off on the day of judgment. He will read, Pastor Gordon preached my word in context, made it clear, but you would not move. Is there another? Last call. Is there another? Amen. We're going to ask that if you go with the preachers, please. Thank you, church. Amen. Amen. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap. Come on, come on, come on. Thank you, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No, 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 let him go, let him go, let him go. Praise Jesus. Turn your neighbor and say, neighbor, there's some things hidden, and God's going to bring them to light. Father, we thank you, praise you, and exalt you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you for concealing blessings we don't even know about. Thank you for disclosing them in your own time. Bless the food that has been prepared for our discipleship people and our visitors in the name of Jesus. Glorify yourself. Bless every home under the sound of my voice. And give us confidence, continuance, comfort, and give us the assurance that you have concealed things that you would bless us with. That ram in the bush, in Jesus' name, amen. Pastor loves you. Have a great day. See you Wednesday. Thank you for your involvement.